Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. get our Bibles and go to the book of Genesis tonight, chapter 49. Genesis 49. And verse 8, we begin reading of verse 8. We're going to read 9 and 10. Amen. Praise God. This is one of those messages that I think is going to be like a helicopter message. It's pretty quick and get through it. But it may morph into a 747 somewhere between takeoff and landing. So y'all just help me, all right? See what the Lord has for us today. Genesis 49 and verse 8. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thy enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son... Thou art gone up. He hath stooped down. He couched as a lion and as an old lion. Who shall rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah nor a lawgiver between his feet until Shiloh come. And to him shall the gathering of the people be. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you, God, for this, this service. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the praise team and their leading us in worship. Lord, in the choir and the singing and the musicians, thank you, Lord, for your people that have worshipped. God, we have been, your presence is here, and we thank you for that, Lord. We, we are humbled and honored to be in your presence. Now, God, would you move in the next few moments? God, encourage your people. Challenge us. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be, Lord, what you want us to be in this hour. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Let everybody say amen. Now, before you're seated, I want you to turn to three people and tell them this. It's time to roar. It's time to roar. Hallelujah. In the context of our story tonight, we find that Jacob was coming to the end of his life. And he had seen something he didn't think he would ever see. He saw his son Joseph and his brothers reunited in Egypt, protected from the famine, and God blessed them immensely. Jacob had one last mission in his life, and that was to bless his children, to bless his sons. The writer of Hebrews describes it like this, that Jacob by faith blessed his sons while worshiping Leaning on his staff. He's leaning on his staff. By faith he blessed his sons. The Genesis 49 record tells the story. And he begins with Reuben. He says, you're my firstborn. My might. And the first fruits of my strength. 
preeminent dignity and preeminent in power, but you're also unstable as water. Man, way to bust the bubble there, Jacob. He said, you shall not have preeminence because you went up into your father's bed, then you defiled it and went up to, to my couch. And so he says, here, listen, you had the chance for preeminence, but you blew it. You're unstable. Simeon and Levi, y'all are, y'all are just brothers, and, and, and you're ready to fight at the first drop of the hat. Your anger is going to impact your life and the rest of your future. Mm. Zebulun, you're blessed because you're going to settle by the seashore, and you're going to be a sailor, and you're going to have ships. Issachar, you are one tough customer, hardworking. Uh, you will be blessed in your business and prosperous in your business. That's what he's saying to Issachar. To Dan, he said, you're wise, Dan. You handle justice for your people, but you can also be a snake in the grass. Mm. Good daddy talk. Who needs a blessing like that? But what he said is, what he's saying is, you better choose wisely. You can either be slick, your wisdom can make you a snake in the grass, or it can make you handle justice and injustice. Uh, uh, he said that to Dan. He said, Gad, your future includes a troop is going to attack you. There's going to be a troop attack you, but you will overcome. Oh, I'll take that, Dad. Asher, you will produce royal dainties. Look it up. It's what he said. You're going to produce royal dainties. Naphtali, you're going to be like a doe that is let loose, and you're going to produce beautiful fawns. Who wants those kind of blessings, huh? He said to Joseph, he said, you're a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a spring. Your branches are going to go over the wall. To Benjamin, he said, you are a ravenous wolf. In the morning, devouring the prey. And in the evening, dividing the spoil. But listen to what he pronounces to Judah. Again, Genesis 49 and 8. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thy enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah, you are a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He's a lion that stoops down. He's a lion that is couched. And he's an old lion. Who's going to rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the lawgiver from between his feet. Judah, what an interesting name and an interesting blessing that is pronounced upon him. He was not the firstborn, but he became the head of the family because of the designation that was given to him. Judah. You mention the name Judah and it conjures up images of worship and praise and for good reason. The name Judah comes from Yada in the Hebrew that literally means to raise your hands, to extend your hands physically in reverence and worship and let your hands go out. Yada in the Hebrew is a verb that describes power and means and direction. Yada literally means to hold out your hand to revere or to honor in worship. Uh, Judah, that's what you are. You're a worshiper, Judah. You are the tribe of worshipers. Uh, you are come together to praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
It is interesting that the, that the opposite or the antonym for yada uh, is wringing of hands. You can either raise your hands or you can wring your hands. You can either praise the Lord or you can worry yourself to death. But I choose to be of the tribe of Judah tonight. Deuteronomy says in 33 and 7 that this is the blessing of Judah. This is coming now from Moses. And he said, here's the blessing of Judah. Hear, Lord, the voice of Judah. Somebody say, the voice of Judah. Hear the voice of Judah and bring him unto his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him and be thou a help to him from his enemies. There's a connection between Judah, his mouth, and his hands. His voice and his hands. Amen. Let his hands be sufficient for him. His hands be sufficient means that his hands are to be victorious hands. His hands are to contend and win. Let his hands handle the contention. Let his hands handle the battle and he will have victory over his enemies. I want to tell you your victory is in your mouth and in your hands. Your victory is in your praise and your worship. Your victory is in what you do with this and what you do with this. Hallelujah. Judah doesn't waste time. You will find that when it came time for the offering in Numbers 7 and 12. And he that offered his offering the first day was Nashon, the son of Abinadab of the tribe of Judah. Judah begins to worship and said, I'll, I'll, be, I'll show up. I'm going to worship God. I'm going to praise the Lord. You want an offering, Lord? Here I am. I'm going to lift my voice. I'm going to raise my hands. And I'm going to offer a sacrifice of praise unto you, the tribe of Judah. We find that there was a time when Joshua died and they needed to have some direction. They didn't have direction. The book of Judges tells us in chapter 1 and verse 1 that at the death of Joshua it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? And the Lord said, hmm, Reuben, nah. Gad, uh-uh. Naphtali, no. Dan, no. Oh, I know what you need to do. Go and get Judah and send Judah first. Amen. What are you doing? I want you to send Judah because praise has got to go first. Amen. Worship has got to go first. If Judah does what he is supposed to do with his mouth and his hands, there will be victory. Amen. Because... Jacob pronounced that blessing. He said, Judah, your hands will be on the neck of your enemies. Thy father's children, amen, are going to bow down before you. You're going to be a leader, Judah. You're going to be a lion's whelp. You're going to be a couch lion. You are going to be an old lion. Nobody ought to rouse you up. Amen. Judah is a roaring lion. Judah is a roaring lion. You don't mess with lions. Some years ago, Sister Gill and I were going to the, the, the zoo in Louisville. That's before they, they had upgraded the, the lion uh, pit or whatever they have them in. And, and they had this lion in a cage. And we had walked around just, just some maybe, maybe 
15, 20 yards away from that, that cage. And all of a sudden, that lion began to roar. And even 20 yards away, my hair, what little I have, began to stand up on my neck. It was so eerie. And, 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 and it caught my attention. And I realized, I realized he was behind the cage. And so we went back. And we were standing some 10 feet away from him. And you could feel the hot breath coming off of that lion as he roared. And it would shake your insides. It would cause you to quiver. Amen. I want to tell you your praise is not powerless. Your praise is not something that you do that's just an exercise in Pentecostal calisthenics. It is rather that you've got a roar inside of you as a lion of the tribe of Judah, as a child of God. You are a lion's whelp. Oh, you are a couch lion. You are ready. Who? Devil, you better not raise up. You better not stir up the worshiper it's interesting that he breaks down three different stages of a lion in this statement he said you're a lion's whelp that means you're a young lion full of zeal and strength don't mess with him he said also you are a couch lion you're a lion that's at peace you're a lion that has overcome your enemies and you're at rest and then he said, you're an old lion. The old lion means that you're an experienced lion. Amen. Sometimes you, you may be in a stage of your life where you are a young lion full of zeal, full of vim, full of vitality, full of energy that you're going to worship. Praise God for young lions that can run the aisles and shout and praise the Lord and dance and hoop and holler. We need some young lions in the tribe of Judah. We need some young lions that will take off and praise God with a radical sense of, of urgency and roar. Oh, praise be to God. Yeah, they, are, they're not, they don't have it all together, but they're worshiping anyway. Yeah, they're not real, real cute in their worship, but they do it anyway. Roar as a young lion's whelp. And he said he's a couch lion. Sometimes a lion is at peace and at rest. Amen. You better not rouse him though. You better not poke him. You better not stir him up. Because as an old lion, amen, he is an experienced lion. He is a, has been through some battles. We have some worshipers in this house that's been around church for a period of time. They may not have the youthful uh, uh, zeal and the ability to run the aisle or dance before the Lord. But what they have is experience. And what they know is that if I can just get this up and if I can begin to lift my mouth and praise the Lord, there's going to be victory. I believe if I can get my hands up and praise the Lord that I can get my hand around the neck of the enemy that I believe I can roar right back at him amen and praise God with all of my heart you may not be running the aisles but I want to tell you what you don't want to mess with an old lion you don't want to mess with some of our senior saints praise God worship they know how to worship they know how to praise Peter wrote about another roar. He said, be sober, 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant. Be sober, be vigilant. Watch. Because your adversary, the devil, as. Somebody say as. As. He's a great 
pretender. He is the counterfeit of counterfeits. And he goes about faking his roar and faking like he's a lion. That doesn't mean that he can't be effective in in his counterfeiting. But I want to tell you, here's what my message is today. Is that when the devil roars, we need to roar back at him. We need to roar back at him. When he rages and when he attacks, we, we, we counteract by lifting up our voice and praising God. We lift up our hands and praise God. Let the devil roar at you and tell you you're going down. Oh no, these hands are going up. I'm the tribe of Judah. I'll roar back at you, devil. I'll roar back at you. How do you counteract the attack of the enemy when he roars at you? Is to worship and praise right back. My dad used to say, get your lightning rods up. Hallelujah. He also say this, this right here means something is dead. Because when you fly a flag at half mast, it means something is dead. He said, get it up. Get it up. Hallelujah. Get it up. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, lions. Amen. Let me tell you what. Some of y'all need to get off your couches. You need to get off your couches and just simply say, Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. You're going to get defeated. No, I'm not. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the Did that startle some of you? If, 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 that's why it's time to roar. It's time to tell the devil, uh uh-uh, not, not in my time. I will be a praiser. I will be a radical worshiper. I'll lift up my voice. Hallelujah. David said it like this in Psalms 71 and 14. I will hope continually and will yet praise thee. Come on, say it. I will hope continually, but I'll praise you. Devil, you don't like me getting my hands up. Whoop, guess what? I'm going to get them up even higher. You don't like me praising God. I'm going to praise him more and more. You roar at me and tell me I ought to give up. Oh, no. You just stirred up the lion in me. You just stirred up the lion in me. I'm going to roar back at you. Hallelujah. Praise him. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. Praise him when the sun goes down. Praise him when you're up. Praise him when you're down. Praise him when it's good. Praise him when it's bad. Praise him when you're happy. Praise him when you're sad. Oh, I've got to praise him. Roar. Roar, church. Roar in your worship. Roar in your shout. Praise him. Woo. Glory. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. You see, David said that, but David is also from what tribe? What tribe is David from? Judah. What tribe is Jesus from? 
Oh, I wish I had time. I'd just go down some stuff. But let, let me just tell you this. David had not been slack praising the Lord. David was a songwriter. David was a worship leader. David vowed, though, to praise God more and more. The ones who praise God the most are usually the ones that want to praise Him more. The ones that praise God a lot are usually the ones that will praise God more. The ones that has fought the roar of the devil a lot are usually the ones that want to praise God more. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So they cussed me out the other day. I ain't cussing them out. I'm just going to roar back at them. How do I roar back at them? Not, not argue, not fight, but oh, praise be to God. Hallelujah. This is a day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Ah! Roar. Roar. Roar, oh worshiper. David is a lad among the sheep, harp in hand. Begin to write songs of praise. Begin to write songs of worship. Amen. And we find that he glorified God as a young man. As a musician, his songs of praise to God soothe the heart of a demonically led and harassed king, Saul. Praise him more and more. As an exile, he made the rocky hideaways of Adullam and En Gedi. Echo with the worship of his praise to Jehovah. Amen. As a zealous lover of God, he danced before the Ark of the Covenant with all of his might. Amen. Going six paces, he danced, he would shout, and he would worship. Hallelujah. What is he saying? I'm telling the devil. As a member of the tribe of Judah, I'm telling the enemy, I got you in my hands, and I'm going to praise God with my mouth. Hallelujah. I want to just tell you, quit thinking your hand's getting up. It's just some kind of exercise. It's a part of your worship to God. And when you lift up your hands... You're energizing something in faith. Uh, it's called the roar of a praiser, a roar of a shouter, a roar of a thanksgiving unto God. It's called, I'm going to, mm, hallelujah. You may not have the mouth of your pastor. You may not have the voice of somebody that's got a loud voice, but it doesn't take a loud voice to be a worshiper of God. It just takes somebody that believes it's time for me to roar, whatever that looks like. However that looks, roar victory in the name of Jesus. David understood the revelation of his roar. He understood the revelation of his shout. He understood the revelation of dance. He understood the revelation, send Judah first. Send Judah first into battle. He understood that. Amen. When David was young, he worshipped as a young lion. But when he was old, this is what he said. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. What is he saying? I'm going to keep praising the Lord no matter how old I am. No matter how old I get. 
no matter what I go through. Hallelujah. You might have to lean on your staff like Jacob, but praise him anyway. David determined that as of the tribe of Judah, his roar was important. In the heyday of his prosperity, he turns his dark hour of adversity into praising God. When his strength is failing, you know what David does? He praises God. When the enemies begin to attack and speak against him, what does he do? He praises God. When they conspire to destroy him, you know what a worshiper does, what a lion worshiper does? He praises God. He roars out. When troubles and afflictions are multiplied in his life, he said, here's what I will do. I will praise God more and more. I'll praise him more and more. The blessing of Judah was this. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor lawgiver from between his feet. Until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Transported before the throne, John the, John the Revelator is looking in on a scene of heaven. And he's looking into the throne room that they sang about a while ago. And look at, look, look at what he said in Revelation 5 and 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside and with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven or in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and loose the seven seals thereof. What are you saying? I'm saying the reason I can roar is because I have a king, a man who is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's not intimidated by the devil. He's not intimidated by darkness. He's not intimidated by the Antichrist. He's not intimidated by this last days. Stand to your feet right now. What kind of roar is in your heart tonight? What kind of roar is in your heart tonight? What roar are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to the roar of the devil as he spouts out his loud mess and belches out his, his grotesque mess upon you? But he's not really a lion. He just imitates one. The real lion is the lion of the tribe of Judah that the scepter shall not depart it's never going to be, what is he saying? The authority of the king still is in his hand. The devil is defeated because he has, our king has the scepter. The lion of the tribe of Judah is still in authority. I am tired of the devil running roughshod over God's people. I need you to understand in this simple message tonight, it's time to roar. It's time that we roar back at the enemy. The devil roars at us. We need to roar back. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you for listening to the MPC Podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. 
we would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast. And we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorchurch.com to learn more about our ministry.